Welcome to another episode of Blackhawks Insider. It's game day, so it's time to hear from the head coach himself. Luke Richardson previews tonight's game and provides commentary on trending topics. So without further ado, here's Coach. We're back to Dallas, and we're here with Blackhawks head coach Luke Richardson before tonight's game between the Blackhawks and the Dallas Stars. It's the first of two meetings between these two teams, Luke, in the span of about three days, and the team is coming off one of the more exciting victories of the season. Connor Bedard scoring both goals in that game, and the place was just up for grabs at the end when he scored that brilliant overtime goal. What kind of a feeling did that leave or let's say how did that restore some of the belief in the dressing room from that effort yeah definitely uh, yesterday in practice uh you know still lingering from the game uh really good excitement in the dressing room and lots of energy so we're just going to try and parlay that into a, another game here tonight in dallas against uh, a really strong opponent but um we got to just remember the things that we built on in the game. I think we had to kick off some rust early in that game, for sure. And uh, with some great goaltending, it, it, it allowed us to get to overtime. And like you said, it was an exciting building. I thought we had a couple good chances. They certainly had a few good chances. And Peter made some big saves. And I think that uh, uh, gave Connor his chance to shine there and, and made a really nice uh, line rush and shot for the, for the game winner against one of the best goalies in the world. So it was buzzing. It was definitely buzzing. And we want to try and can, even though it's not a home game, we want to continue that feeling in the dressing room. You mentioned Mrazek's prowess and goal, stopping 37 of 38, including two pretty tough shots to stop in overtime, allowing the Hawks to take the puck and eventually Bedard scores the game winner. But from a team defensive perspective, and I mentioned it as a team, kind of the macro look, how did you feel they played in that game? along with your defensive contingent, which, by the way, blocked 16 shots and assisted on both goals. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, Vlasic, very uh, big uh, addition for us, getting him back. Uh, that was a big help. And obviously contributing right in on the, on the last goal. But, uh, you know, I think uh, our defensive uh, game played, uh, it got better and better as the game went along, mm -hmm. kind of like we all did. But uh, I thought, you know, we didn't give up too many, um, you know, long, uh, deflating D-zone time zones for uh, Winnipeg to have the o offense going. So I think that's a credit to them and, and killing plays early. And when they did uh, have to, they did block some shots, which uh, always helps Peter uh, out in the, on the you know workload department. But you know I think um, getting healthier in the back end has been helpful. We got you know Kevin back. Now we have Lassick back, and hopefully in the near future get uh, Seth back. And I think that's going to just uh, make us. Uh, feel a little bit more confident having uh, our big guns back there and uh, playing better and faster defense. We broadcasters are constantly looking for points to talk about on the air, whether it be on the TV side or on the radio side. And I look at the score sheet quite a bit to see what's happening there, the, the, the statistics that are provided by the, the league. And one of them that jumped off the page to me was Jason Dickinson's prowess at the dot. He was 16 for 23 the other night against the Winnipeg Jets. I think that might be a career performance from him. How have you seen his evolution as a centerman in this? Yeah, I think he's just grown in confidence. We saw it at the end of last season. Um, it's, it's in his personality. It's in his play. Uh, you know, excellent to have a guy working that well in the face-off circle, especially when he takes so many important penalty-killing face-offs like we had to kill one off right at the end of the regulation. So I think that was a big part of it. We had some good win uh, wins in the face-off circle by him and others and, uh, and clears, which really frustrates the other team's power play. So that's a huge advantage for us. And, you know, they're a strong face-off team with uh, definitely Lowry on the left side and Shifley on the right side. And I thought uh, Dickinson led the way for us there. 
Let's talk about tonight. It's the Dallas Stars in the first of two meetings, as I mentioned. And so far this season, the Blackhawks haven't fared very well in the first game of two that are going to be played within a span of close proximity to one another. You're going to get two games in three days against this Dallas Stars team. It's kind of like a playoff series, if you will. You want to get a better share out of that first game. How do you make that happen? Yeah, I think we need to um, you know, build off of last game and the energy that we got from that and realize how we got it. I think we, we played better defense as we went along in that game, and that's what we're going to have to do against this team and manage the puck. I don't think if we, if we turn the pucks over in the neutral zone against a fast, big, strong team, we're going to pay the price for that tonight. So I think managing that puck is going to be huge. No turnovers at the blue lines and uh, make it really hard for them to, to obtain the puck. Like, it, like hold on to it, lots of ozone cycling, extra zone, zone time in the ozone, and managing that puck is going to be crucial. So I think if we can do that in the first game, we'll have also a look at seeing what they're trying to do, and then that always helps us out in the second match. But we want to make sure that you can, if, if you're playing it like a playoff series, a mini playoff series or a Champions League type of game, we're on the road. If we can win that first game, that's a big advantage. So I think that's what we got to shoot for tonight. And finally, Luke, we're doing this interview from what looks like a man cave. I mean, it's it's the room that the Dallas Mavericks and the Dallas Stars share. I'm sure that people come in here. There's like a foosball table or an air hockey table over there. And I know, you know, from time to time when you want to relax, you probably partake in that. Or maybe you have a place like this at your home. Is there something like this that kind of rings true? Well, um, you know, at, at my home in Ottawa, I've, I've had a little bit of one, but that house is for sale. So if you know any good buyers, uh, we're happy to take any offers. But, uh, you know, I, I'm in a building in, in Chicago and it's a new building and they have a golf simulator. That seems to be a big, uh, uh, a big thrill for all our guests. And uh, I don't really get into golf too much uh, in the hockey season, especially. But uh, it's always nice to go down. There's a shuffleboard table down there. So it's a bit of an entertainment uh, uh, area. So it's always nice to kind of have something to take your mind off the game and I think that's why uh, this is probably here in the arena and uh, I'm sure the Dallas Stars use it quite a bit uh, just on long days at the rink but you know for us we try and get some work done and get get out of the rink and get home and uh, maybe use those facilities in around my building. Thanks for this good luck tonight against Dallas. Thank you. That does it for another episode of Blackhawks Insider. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or YouTube and tune back in every time your Chicago Blackhawks lace up. And thanks to Southside Jake for the tracks on this podcast. You can also find him on Spotify, so be sure to give him a follow.